Hello and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Rad podcast. It is that time of the week again and I'm super excited. I was joined by Joey and Steven from a cool band called Real Talk this time around. As you can hear right there, these guys are super rad. Really dig their style, really dig their sound. But before we jump into the interview, I want to first thank you for checking out the podcast. Second, invite you to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and reach out to me. Talk to me. I really want to hear from you, and I'm really pumped to start having some more communication, start talking with you guys, find some other bands that you may be interested in me talking to. And without further ado, let's just jump right on into the interview. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, thank you so much for joining me. We've got Joey and Steven. Give a little introduction of yourselves, guys. What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Joey. I uh, sing in Real Talk. And my name is Steven. Uh, I play guitar in Real Talk. Awesome. 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 So just a little bit about Real Talk. You guys are based out of Boston, correct? Dude, we're based out of everywhere. Oh, um, there it is. <laughs> I guess Boston's are like central. Actually, none of us even live in Boston, but it's kind of like the closest distance for all of us. So we kind of call it a home market. But I live in New York City. Uh, Steven's up in Maine. Uh, our new dr- oh, We just got a new drummer and he's out in Vermont. And our bass player, Pat, he's out in Portland, Maine. So we're just kind of taking over Northeast. Okay. So, so let's just talk a little bit about that then. How, how do you guys coordinate then? Uh, it's pretty hard, man. Um, everyone just kind of like fell into the plate, fell into place over the years. It wasn't like we started this band all together and it's been the same lineup since day one. We've kind of like picked up members along the way and lost members and, um, people have like moved from hometowns gone to college, come back from college. It's been quite a process, but, uh, now as far as like practicing, we pretty much just get together a day or two before we have a run, um, get in a spot and just practice for a couple hours at a time each day, lock things in. It's not like a consistent, uh, practice or writing schedule, anything like that. It's uh, pretty unconventional but we've made it work so far. Hey, that's cool, man. I, I think unconventional is, is fun because it, it may be a little bit more work, but I think that, that potentially, I mean, obviously I, I really dig the music guys you guys have released, but potentially it can show more with that because it's like, yeah, we may have, we had to do a little bit more to get to where another band, you know, they don't have to work as hard. So maybe it'll, it'll show the extra passion and, um, so you, do you guys perform quite a few live shows that you just kind of get together a day, day or two before and just run at it, right? Yeah, pretty much uh, anytime we go out and play shows, like we'll meet up somewhere beforehand for like a day or two and just um, run the set through. I mean, we, we're all pretty decent musicians, which is good. So we can yeah. kind of just practice on our own time. And then once we get together, it's just kind of ironing out a few things. And then, then we can just, we're ready to hit the stage pretty much, which is good. 
So does, does technology play a big role in your guys' ability to kind of create music in terms of like, say Steven, you're like, I've got this cool guitar lick and Joey, you come up with some, like some cool vocals. Do you guys just kind of share like voice memos back and forth or how do you guys go about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's this time around, um, this writing process for the more recent stuff was a little bit different. We kind of all wrote individually and pitched our ideas. And then, uh, we spent a lot of weekends at this studio in, um, Norwich, Connecticut, that one of our friends owns. And we just demoed out, demoed out, uh, all the songs. Well, actually more songs than we ended up actually recording just to kind of, uh, you know, all be in the same, same room for once. Yeah. And, iron things out which awesome. made a so, huge difference so when was that that you guys went into the studio uh as far as demoing yeah we, yeah doing those demos a while ago man what would you <laughs> say joey yeah so we basically i guess we we got a new release coming up so we basically started this process, I would say a year and a half ago. Um, we were started to demo. We started to go down to the studio in Connecticut where we would just, you know, work on some writing and get a few songs ironed out. And then <clears throat> this whole process has kind of taken just over a year and a half, I'd say. Okay. So um, how many songs are you, are you planning on releasing here then? Uh, uh, TB. TBD at the moment, we got some stuff that we, uh, can't announce yet, Okay, but, but it's coming. Awesome. I'm <laughs> and stoked. Then I, man. I guess, yeah, we, we basically just been really focusing on making this really great. So we hope it's worth. Awesome. <laughs> I, I'm excited. Cause, um, just kind of looking at the, in, from what I'm, what I've seen, you've released kind of a, an acoustic, um, EP that was more recent mm -hmm. and then the last like big giant full band hurrah was that maps and miles then yeah yep that was the last thing we did and that was two or three years ago now yeah so the thing so the first EP we were all in college at the time okay um, so we it was a little bit easier to you know we'd we'd have winter break or spring break or summer whatever it was and we could all um, kind of take that time to tour and push the music. Uh, we all wrapped up college and from there it got a little bit harder balancing, like paying the real bills yeah. and, you know, making music happen. We took a little bit of time off. Um, and we, I mean, we just missed playing and being out there. Um, it's a little bit different approach now. There's not so much touring. We did a lot of touring on the first release. Yeah. But this time around, uh, it's a little bit more like media centric, I would say. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, we definitely live in a time where it makes it possible for you guys to do that quite a bit easier than, than in the past, obviously with, with social media and with Spotify and different outlets for, for sharing of music. So, I mean, one of the, one of the big questions that I guess would come up is, is what made you continue pursuing writing music 
in spite of, uh, because, I mean, a lot of people may ask, you know, well, you guys moved far away. It's not as convenient. So what kept you guys driven to, to keep real talk alive as a band? I think, uh, you know, because we took some time off and, and, you know, we recorded the other songs when we were in college, it was very like reflective of that time of our lives and, you know, kind of anybody's lives when they're in college. And yeah. now we've like matured a bit and we're just kind of on relevant stuff now. So, I mean, we're kind of just growing up dealing with this whole thing and writing as we go. <laughs> and it's, I feel like the lyrics will be relatable. The sound's going to be much more fresh and uh, new to this era. But I think, you know, all of us just had this drive to play music. Um, I think the fact that none of us really lived closer, close together kind of, made us you know, made the, the drive even more and it was a lot it's really easy to feel unproductive when you're in state all the time because unless you're uh you know practicing 24 7 or, or like doing stuff you really just kind of lose that drive easily so luckily we you know we're able to just keep in touch and you know really treat it like a long distance relationship us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. Cause that's, that's something that that's very interesting to me because typically, you know, I, I guess the, the convenience does lead to potentially for some people, especially when things are more convenient, it can lead to laziness or kind of taking things for granted. And so you're, you're basically saying that, that the the distance and not having each other to practice with every day kind of increased your drive because you guys were like you had so much more to kind of contribute so when you did get together it was far more productive is it would that be a a good kind of explanation of that yeah I think, yeah exactly i think yeah go ahead steven i think that us not all being in the same spot has made us a little bit more um I guess like calculated about what we do. Yeah. We always like whenever we're all in the same room, we're really focused on getting the most out of that time possible. It's, it's like quite a process to get everybody in the same spot. Um, but with that said, there's very specific like goals and time frames this way, where I think a lot of like other bands that see each other so regularly can just get kind of like complacent in some ways, I guess. Awesome. That's, that's an interesting concept. Cause I haven't even thought much about that prior to, to this conversation is, is the, the complacency factor. Um, and I, I mean, it's just a, it's a very interesting concept. And so that's, that's definitely a different take on, on that process because a lot of bands, the, the process is we kind of, we practice, we hash it out, and we come up with things as we go, you guys are in a completely different kind of order. You have to create everything, get together and determine, is this where we're going rather than saying, Hey, let's get together and then work on it. Yeah, mm -hmm, totally. I mean, I think we, we treat it more uh, like not to like take the fun out of it or anything, but we both like when we're, I went to school for music industry, so even as a business degree, so we kind of treat it more as a business um, in the sense that, you know, we give ourselves deadlines and, you know, we really work on growing this product we have, which is our music and, um, you know, trying to be 
you said more selective with things and just re- be really strategic about how we put our product out as the same way business would. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's we something still party and stuff and have fun too. So. <laughs> well, no, I, that's funny. Cause I, I've got a business degree as well. And so this kind of stuff relates, I, I, I relate to this as well, because the fact is on the receiving end that the customer sees when, it, whenever you have someone who becomes a fan of your music, they really don't care about the process you followed a lot of times in terms of the business decisions and the uh, the decisions to to post here rather than there or the decision to um to demo everything out or however you did that they care about the stories behind the music and the band and then they care about the music that you produce and so <laughs> i i think it's i think it's very true like like I said, because of my business degree, I'm able to see things and see the steps that need to be followed and the process that needs to be followed. And I think a lot of bands are able to take that for granted. The, a lot of the bigger bands, I guess, because they do have teams of people who are managing that for them. And so in totally. your guys's case, you are that team of people. And in a lot of bands case, that's you're the team of people. So what's your guys's strategy to get your music out there? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, yeah, this, this, so this pop punk scene is just rated with so many bands Yep. that, you know, it's the hardest part is like trying to stand out. Like, I mean, how do you do that? I mean, if you're sound a lot of the popular bands, like no matter how good it is, if it's similar, it's really hard to stand out. Yep. Um, so I think just always striving to be unique which is just so hard to do in such a saturated scene. And like when it's, it's so easy to get into like the rhythms of, you know, how people are releasing music or like the, you know, the look you're trying to give, it's really easy to just get into that, you know, rhythm. And then you kind of just start to blend in and then you're easily forgettable. So I guess we're just trying to be as unique as we can so that we're remembered and I that think, sense? yeah, I love it. I, I agree. I do see, I do see a lot of uniqueness about the style, but the funny thing is, is the pop punk scene in, in particular is, is kind of a difficult one, right? You've got, you've oh, got yeah. bands who are phenomenally talented who don't make it. And then you got bands that are okay that make it and, you know, quote unquote, make it. Um, but then you've also got bands who are phenomenally talented, who make it bands like all time low made a parade, and they take some creative liberty and they change it up a little bit and they get so much flack for it because they don't want to just rehash everything. And so you guys are in a, in a really awkward predicament because it's like we want the fans to be to be interested in us, which means that we can't can't go too far off of the, the kind of scripted style, but we still have to be unique. So how do you manage that? Man, that's the, that's the struggle. <laughs> uh, I could, I think, uh, we're still kind of looking for that answer, but I mean, I think the fact that we're like searching for that answer says more, uh, just cause I feel like a lot of bands, you know, lo- lower local bands aren't even able to recognize that that's a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of seeing what people like and how people react to things is so much of it. And 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't really have a clear answer. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a hard one to answer. I mean, that's why I kind of asked it. Cause it's, it's just a, it's a very interesting place to be. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've put a lot of thought into this cause I mean, all time low, you know, they release future hearts and I talk to people about that album and I love it. I think it's phenomenal. And then people are like, ah, uh, I'm like, what? That's probably one of the most sound albums they've made as a band Totally. And there's less appreciation for it because it's not the genre, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I will, I guess. And also the biggest thing is people just love to argue <laughs> That's about true. that kind of stuff. Like Especially in the reason, world we just, live in. Just there's, there's no agreement anymore. It's, it's yeah, not like, cool to agree. <laughs> so it, like inevitables. Um, but no, I totally agree. I mean, I love that how bands change their sound and I the, think, you know, you said for the bands, like all time low that are kind of um, bridging the gap between our scene and something a little bit more mainstream. And a lot of the time bands get shit on for that. But I mean, I think that being open-minded to as many different sounds and genres and things like that. um, I think that's a big part of, not only consuming music, but making music. Um, I just think it's so bizarre that people are like, want to pigeonhole certain things and just rule them out based on like kind of arbitrary labels, you know? Yeah, totally. And I, I actually, that's one of my, my favorite things about, obviously he's, he's not necessarily the, the face of a scene, but Travis Barker, um, that guy's bridging every, every gap musically. Um, oh, absolutely. He, he does collabs with all the hip hop. He does collabs with other punk rock. He does, he's, he's worked with Goldfinger, like for ska style music. And so, I mean, he's, he's pretty much bridged that gap and basically made it so people realize, oh, so I can like this and this, right? It's like, I can like punk rock and still enjoy hip hop and they can work together. They can mesh. And I think especially with, with how readily available um, music is now, there's going to be a lot more kind of collaborative work being done. And so I think that's, that's going to be an interesting thing to see down the road. I don't know where it's going to lead, what's going to happen, how it's all going to happen, but I'm very interested to see how that works because you're right. Like that bridging of gaps, those, those gaps are becoming smaller and smaller and smaller, which means that music has potential of getting way better or just being muddled, muddied down into to the same thing all the time. And so it's, it's going to be an interesting kind of path that has to be taken. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh dude, I completely agree. Um, I think that a big part of it too is like, I guess kind of the, the tastemaker people. I think that a lot of it as, um, as kind of like shallow as it is, a lot of kids that are consuming this stuff want kind of like a seal of approval from somebody that they look up to. Yeah. And then, like, they could like something the way it sounds, but until somebody else, like not everyone, but a lot of people until they hear from somebody that they admire, that they feel the same way and that they like that, they're not going to like publicly post about that, like <laughs> endorse that. You know what I mean? Isn't that kind of funny? I, it, it makes me think of all the hip hop albums, how 
uh, you know, for a long time, hip hop artists would release a, an album and it would just be them and it'd be them producing it, them writing it. And now you, you can't find a hip hop album that doesn't have a hundred other artists featured on it. Um, yeah, because that's the best way to sell because like you're saying, now you're pulling in fans of all these other bands. And so that's, that's something that I've always enjoyed about Mike Herrera from MXPX. He's been featured on so many different punk rock albums as a, as a singer. And I'm like, that's perfect because now he's able to, to show people that the there's the versatility of, of vocals and versatility of style and it all can still mesh. Obviously it's a little different in his case cause he is punk rock and they're punk rock and it kind of meshes together, but still it's, it's something to me that, that shows there's hope for, for those, those collaborations in the future. And I mean, Alex from all time low does the same thing. He's featured on a lot of music as well. Um, but it's, it's cool. I think, I think there's a lot of, a lot of potential in the future. And that's actually kind of with um, with what you guys are doing, um, what I guess as you're going forward and as you're writing music and as you're trying to differentiate yourselves, you're trying to think through this stuff and how to do it to make it most successful for for real talk for the band. Um, what kind of inspirations and and motivations are you pulling from to create your music? Um, I guess, uh, me personally, like I, I just, I mean, I listen to everything, you know, like I, I mean, I grew up listening to punk rock and, you know, went down that whole scene, but I mean, now I'm just like, I'm super into hip hop. That's like mainly all I listen to. And I just like taking in as much as I can and, you know, seeing, you know, what resonates with people more. That's really like what, what drives me and what I use to write with and, you know, it's just, we're, we're at such like an exciting time for music because to it. And I think that's a great thing. And I, I love just like being able to listen to as much as I can and like not really caring what kind of genre it is or, you know, just, I, I can do it all pretty much, which is cool. Yeah. And it's, it's very different, right? The, uh, the streaming era is so different than a pod, like than the iPod era. Cause to me, when I was younger, it was, if I'm choosing to listen to this band, that means that I'm giving space, physical space on my iPod (laughs) for this band over this band. It's not that way anymore. You're not choosing one over the other. And I mean, time wise you are, but choice wise, you're not, you're not really forced to make that decision anymore because you can easily go from punk rock to rap in 10 seconds in choices mm-hmm. and you're not having to sacrifice yeah, I guess anything. That, that all, and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like it's, it's, it's awesome that we can listen to that, but as an, as an artist that the stand out because there's so much more access to it. So, you know, that's the telling question is how do you, how do you stand out in a streaming world? Like yeah. how, how do you get people to listen to you in a streaming world where it's, there's so many other options. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think you've got about 15 seconds before they're either going to choose to stay or choose to go. <laughs> it's, it's, that's it's why not I very... think, uh, so for this, so for this upcoming release, we basically just, you know, we, we, we aren't just putting out a few songs that like we kind of liked, like we, we have this new release that we just worked on and, uh, part of the song 
and, you know, rewrote a bunch of stuff and really made it perfect because we know that attention span and is, you know, under 15 seconds pretty much. So we gotta, we gotta catch your attention right away pretty much. Yeah. And it's in, and going to with that, um, how you're saying you're putting out quite a few songs and you've got this whole entire process that you're following. Um, this is something I've talked about with a few, a few different people is the, the choosing to go with releasing singles versus releasing an EP or an album. And there's obviously different amounts of work that go into each of those. And there's also different amounts of time that are dedicated to listening to those, but there's also a form, a, a sense of co- cohesion when it comes to an album where it's like, this was very well thought out from start to finish the experience. There's kind of a, an entire journey that you're taking the listener on. Whereas a single is literally just, we want you to hear our music and we're going to blast it out as fast as possible. So What's your guys' strategy that way? Are you planning on going for the album, going for an EP, or are you going just to kind of release singles? What's what's your guys' thought on that? Um, basically, well, I guess basically, in order for the sweet for to get your audience to you know sit down and listen to a full album, I kind of feel like you need to have those you know those singles, and you need their attention first, and then they're going to sit down with the full album. Yep. Uh, for the most part, you know, I, I, there's obviously exceptions to that. Um, so we're kind of t- more like single approach and just kind of um, putting some new ones out with, uh, you know, some videos. Um, and that's kind of, I guess, all I'll go into there. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to come out or anything. So maybe uh, <laughs> well, we're still working on that. <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. No, that's that's definitely something that um, that following you on social media, we'll be able to kind of keep up with that. I'm just, I'm just any of this stuff. If you, if you guys can't answer it as a band, that's totally fine. Just say so. But, um, but I, it's just something that's, that's very interesting to me. It's, it kind of intrigues me. The, uh, the fact that there's, there's a lot of thought that you guys have to put into it. Um, and so I want to kind of shift gears kind of 180 right, right now. Cause one thing that um, that I also really enjoy is kind of understanding the band on a, on different levels, and so Joey, you said you went to school for music production. Is that what you said? Um, I I went to school for music business. Music business, um, okay. Yeah. And then Stephen, you went for was it a general business or was it marketing or what kind of business degree? Uh, marketing and entrepreneurship. Okay, so yeah. I want to kind of touch on, on the, the education and your personal lives tying in with your music. So, um, I, I think Joey, yours, yours ties in quite obviously because music business and music, they, they obviously tie together, but how would you guys like in terms of just like balancing your personal interests and personal careers and your music, how, how do you go about that balance? Uh, yes. Yeah, you want to take this one? <laughs> uh, it's not easy to be honest, man. Um, I mean, as soon as you're out of college, it's like, it's a different set of expectations. It's an entirely different world. And yep. I'm not going to like lie to you and be like, yep, balancing a band and my personal life and my professional life. And like all of this different stuff is like a cakewalk all the time. And, you know, <laughs> cause it's definitely not. <laughs> no. no. And like, that's part of the reason that, um, our approach has shifted a little bit. 
as far as like how we want to push new music. But I think that it's, um, it's like not only out of necessity, but also like realizing that the way we went about it when we were younger was not necessarily the most like productive way, but instead the most fun way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's not sustainable uh, unless you have like a substantial following. It's not sustainable to make that full-time leap. Right. And in your case you were in school. And so there's, there's a little bit more leeway when it comes to that sustainability. But now as, as you're living full-time lives, I, I just, I mean, like it's so it's, it's something that I I'm putting thought into all the time. Cause I've, I've finally figured out my daily schedule relatively to kind of balance all of the different things that I need to do and the things I want to do and pulling it all into one. And so now you guys have all of that plus a group of three other guys who, who need to coordinate that exact same thing. And so it's, I can't imagine the amount of difficulty cause I'm only managing it with, with my own personal life and, and my wife and kid, but that's not super difficult because my wife and kid, that's my number one priority. So I prioritize everything around them. Second priority is actual job. And then the rest kind of have to fit in where it fits, but you guys don't have that luxury. Yeah, totally. I think, I think it all just comes down to drive. Like how, how much do you want it at this point? Um, and you know, I think that you can kind of hear that way the release to hear that in our new stuff. Like we, we worked really hard for this and you know, we're working full-time jobs, you know, even the other weekend, I, I like worked a full week, you know, 6 PM came around. I got on a train hopped up and went to Bangor, Maine to go do some stuff with the band. And I got into Bangor, Maine at like 1am. Then I did some stuff all day Saturday. And then I was on a train back Sunday and then I had to work. So it's just, I mean, it's exhausting, but like, it's just kind of how bad do you want it? Like, are you going to put the work in or, you know, or is it just not worth it to you? I guess that's kind of, um, that's kind of like what I mean by that. And it's just, you'll be able to hear the, the amount of work we put into it, I guess. And that's, that's what I'm excited about. Cause there are a lot of times where I I've, I've talked about this with quite a few people just in, in my own personal conversations is I can kind of tell when the music is genuine and from the heart and like truly wanted to be there. One of the, one of the most iconic albums in my mind of, uh, just a genuine heartfelt, this is everything I've got album is parachutes by Coldplay. Um, because I mean, the dudes had nothing, right. And so there was a lot of emotion and you could feel that through the music. And so with what you're saying is I'm, I'm excited for that too, because there is, there is a level of, of emotional understanding that, that is portrayed And I think a lot of times what you're planning on with like doing videos in the future, the easiest way to show that is by sharing it. Right. And so I'm excited to hear because there's there's I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things that I can't imagine right now in my head because it's it's literally all coming going to come from the emotion and time you guys put in. Definitely. Yeah, that's I guess it's going to be very authentic. 
there was uh, definitely a point on this release um, where we realized as a band, like there are certain goals and certain things that need to happen with this release in order for us to continue doing this at all. Um, it was kind of like, we want to do this the right way and we're not going to cut any corners just to rush something out. We're not going to like not have the right campaign behind it. There were certain things we wanted to get done. And, uh, thankfully we've made those things happen. And some of those will be, you know, more public before long here without saying too much. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's see, that's, that's something that I think is, is awesome. The do or die, the, this is, this is our, this is our fork in the road. Are we going to continue making music? Are we just going to kind of have to, to move on? And I think Mm. that makes it super exciting to me because first off you've chosen to continue creating music. So obviously you made this production process work. So there's new music that's going to come and there's going to be a lot more of a story there now. And that means that any future music after that is basically going to be contingent on what you're doing now. And so I think that's, that's super, super awesome because I don't think people, I I think you guys are, are definitely in, in a more of a minority where you're thinking quite a bit into the future about this. Uh, Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Like this, I mean, this is what we want to do. This is, uh, this is our passion. I mean, ideally like big picture long-term we'll be doing this as a career. Um, like we were talking about earlier, that's like, there are so many bands that go out and kill it and play to hundreds of kids a night. And then they come home and they work like rough part-time jobs just to like make ends meet. It's a, it's definitely kind of a lofty goal in this industry, yep. but it's like being so passionate about it. There's um, like, there's reasons beyond money that people are in this. And it's, it's not like, this is what we want to do. This is uh and I don't know. I like, I, <laughs> I'm not expressing what I'm thinking clearly enough, but it's so hard. It's so hard to express that kind of stuff. I understand. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, hopefully this is just the beginning is what I'm getting. Yeah. At. Hopefully That's, this I, next release is like where it all starts. Awesome. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think we also just, we know exactly what it takes. You know, we're, we're completely aware of the hard work and, you know, dedication it costs to, to do this. And, you know, because we're, all in different States, you know, we, we've already been dealing with that kind of hard work. And, you know, we've, we've had so many obstacles just as a band that, you know, we've gotten over every single one of them. So, I mean, we're kind of, we're kind of ready to just hit the ground running. Yeah. It's like, it's like if it hasn't stopped us now or hasn't stopped us yet, then nothing's going to stop us. We're going to, we're going to make this happen. (laughs) Right. I, I totally, I I literally think of that, that song, it's like an old eighties song and it was covered by the starting line. Nothing's going to stop us now. Right. Like I just, I think of that cause it's like, there's, there's so many things that could easily, you could easily choose to quit. 
Um, and this is something I actually had like kind of this like introspective moment today where I was like, man, it's just, it's challenging. It's like, how many people are going to listen to this? How many people are going to enjoy it? How many people are actually going to care what I have to say? And, and so it's like this constant battle, but then it's just that choosing to move forward and choosing to make it happen. Now, once you get past that hurdle, you guys are going to now feel more creative or creative freedom to, to express yourselves because you've kind of gotten past that hurdle of, is this what I want? And so I think that's super cool. Yeah, man, exactly. I, uh, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I think (laughs) (laughs) I, so, so do you guys, um, if you're allowed to say, do you guys have a plan on, on when you're going to start rolling out new music or is there, there no set dates yet? Uh, expect summer, early summer, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a summer release. Um, do what you will with that, but you're going to want to bump this on your speakers in the summer. (laughs) I'm, I'm excited. I love, that's one of the reasons I love punk rock and pop punk music is there's just so much fun to be had listening to it. So if, if that's I mean, and, and also if, if uh, your first EP is any indication of, of what's going to be coming, I'm really excited because I actually really enjoyed uh, the maps and miles EP because I, I, I still like, I find it really strange how I'm finding bands because I was literally just looking through on Instagram to add new people, to kind of follow new bands, to, to kind of just follow the bands that I've already interviewed and and things like that. And then out of nowhere, it shows, you know, all like the, the people you may want to follow. And so I, I'm kind of a a snooty person. So I'll, I'll choose like based on like the little image that I see, whether it's worth looking further into it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And I guess that, that speaks more of just the fact that like, you know, everything counts. Everything's got to be, you know, precise and, uh, you know, cal- it does have to be calculated. You yeah. gotta make sure everything looks good. Cause I mean, it's that little decision right there that, you know, could decide a new fan or not. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the album art is going to be telling. And then as you start playing shows again, the, the play, like the, the flyers are going to be telling and then like merch is going to be telling. And so that's something that, that I, because of my mind, I, I, I'm, I've got a business degree and I'm very into creative, like doing a lot of illustrations on like Adobe and whatnot. And so my mind is constantly looking through a band's logo or a band's font style to see if it's, if it's my style, because I can almost instantly tell if like buy a CD cover, if I'm going to enjoy the music. And so I, I actually wanted to, to kind of talk just a shortly about that with you guys is, is how do you guys go about that process? Because just talking from what we've talked about thus far, you guys do have a good understanding of what it takes to, to be successful. How are you guys planning everything more than just the music, but like the, the process of, of the, the, pictures and the, the album art and things like that. How do you guys go through that process? Uh, I think we, we, we just kind of realize how important each step is. And, you know, this is kind of what Steven was saying before about, you know, making sure we don't cut any corners with anything. Cause all of this stuff counts, you know, it's, yeah. it's all a deciding factor. And, you know, we, we, I think this, we're really going to start focusing a, a lot more on merch, which kind of just, you know, speaks to the, 
you know, the whole brand in general, just making sure like the branding is great, uh, making sure everything looks good and uniform and, you know, all that's just super important. And it, it makes you look a lot more important than you are, regardless of if you are or not. <laughs> no, it's, it's super true. And that consistency that way, like, like being able to say, I know that this band, I know that because it's this logo, it's this band and it'll just kind of, it'll permeate and people will start sharing it. And the cooler the stuff looks, I've, I've learned this, the, the cooler things look, the more people are willing to at least share it or yeah, like it. I, mean, I think there's, there's even some like bands and like some artists in general where I'm like, you know, I don't really like their sound at all, but you know, I really like how they're, how they're like, you know, how their merch looks or how they're like putting out releases or stuff like that. So I'm always intrigued by them and I end up listening to them anyways. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. Cause it's telling. almost like, it's almost like it's a, it's a nod from an artist to an artist, right? Where it's like, I may not, I may not like everything. I may not like all the style, but you know what? I've got to give you props. Exactly. <laughs> I, I yeah. actually own then, quite a few CDs like that where I'm like, I have to give the artist props because of, of what they did because of the marketing strategy they implemented or whatever it was. I'm like, I have to, I have to support them because that was awesome. Yeah. That's, that's an art in itself. It really is. And Steven, you said you got marketing and entrepreneurship. So this is going to be like right in your wheelhouse. Um, what, what kind of um, impact has, like, or I guess with the music, what kind of impact did your music career um, have on your choice of actual like schooling career? Um, well, for me, I, so I've been working in like the music industry kind of part-time since high school. I worked for a couple uh different like management agencies, um, mostly doing booking stuff. Okay. I used to book some shows myself up here back in, well, I was probably like 18 at the time, 17, 18. So I had this passion for that. And I realized like all these things that people are doing professionally, like stripped down to the bare bones, there's not like a ton to it. You can teach yourself a lot of these things, obviously you like, there's so much that you have to go and learn from doing it in the field, but like booking at the bare bones is like a pretty simple process or like planning a show is not like as hard as many, many people think it is. I think that that kind of like DIY spirit is like lame as that sounds in funk music like said a lot about wanting to go to school for entrepreneurship and then also like tying the business side of music back into my own band. Yeah. Honestly, you said it, you know, as, as weird as that sounds or whatever, but I actually think that the DIY spirit is almost most alive and well in two genres, punk rock and hip hop. Those are like the two genres where like, it is the ultimate, like we do what we want. We create the way we want. And so I think that that is super true. Like I think a lot of people don't do things out of fear of not knowing how they kind of let that, that question mark hang over their head so long that they just stop it. And so now you guys have kind of, you've, you've provided for yourselves a way to, to not have any question marks you've got your background in booking and now Joey gets a business and, and uh music business degree. And so 
I think that there's, I, I just think that it's awesome that you guys have that direction because the more, the more you look into the future, in my opinion, the more creative you'll be because you know what you want. And so I'm, I'm super excited for new music. Um, I've listened to your guys' EP quite a, quite a bit over the last, what was it? Four or five days. I only, only found your music recently, but I listened to it on repeat for, for a couple hours and I just really enjoyed it. I loved the style. Um, and just in, in closing, I'm always big to, to push supporting bands that, um, that you like. And so, um, hopefully people who have listened to this podcast have chosen to listen to your music, at least if not yet, will choose to. So how can they show their support for you guys? Do you guys have merch yet? I know you're working on it, but do you have any currently? Yeah, we got some, uh, a bit of merch online. Sorry. It's like echoing in here. No, you're Um, good, man. Weird. Um, we see we got some online merch stores going. Uh, Steven's got it. We're definitely, it's like, we're trying to get rid of it and it's on, on the lower end of, uh, we don't have much left, but definitely stuff out there. Pretty much all of our social media is under real talk rock. Um, and, and I'll be linking yeah. those in the description down below as well for anyone who wants to follow you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So real talk rock. We, uh, you know, I, I love Twitter. I'm going to get on Twitter, our Twitter a bit more and just start, uh, you know, doing some trolling, you know, the basics, <laughs> Twitter stuff. Uh, so maybe, maybe I'll, uh, do some tweeting at you and see what happens. Heck yeah, man. There's definitely <laughs> a lot to come in the next, uh, probably six weeks or so. If I had to guess, you're going to hear a lot more from us. Um, hopefully there will be a whole bunch of new merch this summer as well. Um, we're kind of in that weird spot between album cycles where the branding is shifting. There's a lot of old stuff. Um, and there's a lot of cool stuff that's, there's not going to be any more of it. So yeah, that's stuff that's going to be worth money one day. So be an OG, right? (laughs) Be an OG and get the stuff now. So that way when you guys make it big, you, these, these people have it. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, you guys just keep up the good work. Cause I, I really do like what you guys have done. Um, I liked that, um, with, with, um, your initial EP, I liked the hard sound, but then I liked as well, how you were able to do the acoustic stuff. So you guys have a lot of talent and I really, really hope that everyone checks you guys out. Cause I am a huge fan and, um, you better, you better keep me posted on Twitter, uh, Joey. Cause I'm, I'm wanting to, uh, I'm wanting to see what's going on. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. And once again, just another reminder, um, especially as you guys start releasing new merch, I, I just like to tell everyone who, who follows these bands, y- you guys, um, Joey, Steven, the band real talk, they're, they're doing this out of a passion for music and they're not doing it necessarily for the money. But if you want, if you want more music and you want them to have more creative freedom, this, the best way to do that is by supporting them through merch. And so, um, I'm definitely going to be pushing that, especially as you release new stuff on your merch store, I'm going to be pushing that out there. I'll be sharing it because, um, I just, I, I think you guys deserve to, to have a shot, not having to, 
to work through all of the chaos of, of managing everything. I want you guys to be able to put full time and, and be able to, to accomplish your dreams. And I think that'd be awesome. Thank you so much, man. We appreciate that. Yeah, Thanks, man. man. Yeah, definitely. Well, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much. You as well. Thanks, man.